Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to Sci-Fi Wire from the Con, recorded live from the Sci-Fi Wire stage at New York Comic Con 2019. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the New York Comic-Con live stage. I am Kara Mahorn, and I don't need to introduce him, right? Okay. I am sitting here with the legendary writer Chris Claremont. How are you, sir? (laughs) Right. Anyone here from New York? Yeah, we're all from New York. Anyone here ever tried to drive the BQE at, I don't know, quarter to eight in the morning? Uh Uh-oh. That's what's called walking from the other end of the Javits to this end of the Javits in less than 45 minutes. Yeah, we were a little bit late so that he could catch his breath backstage. And this is only Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did anybody die on the way? (laughs) You're okay. You have worked on X-Men for a very long time. It's been over 50 years. I've been on the X-Men since the dawn of time, yeah. <laughs> and you've created a few characters. Last time you were here, we talked a little bit about um, Rogue, Gambit, Night- Nightcrawler, Dark Phoenix. Well, no, technically, sorry, Nightcrawler is Dave Cockrum and Len Wein. That's true. We were I just, just and, and did Dark everything Fe- else. And Dark Phoenix, we were definitely talking about the last time you were here. Yeah. <laughs> and how she needed a snack. What? And how she had a snack and how, you know, there's a planet that kind of disappeared. But you have some new stuff out. You are, you uh, teamed up with Bill Sienkiewicz. Yes, I did. And how does it feel to be back in this world of X-Men? And it looks a little bit different. The x No. Yeah, how does, how does it feel? The new mutants look brilliant. Uh-huh. I can't speak for the rest of the, rest of the X-Family. I, I don't do that anymore, but Bill and I basically think of this as the next issue of of New Mutants, it only took us 35 years to get there. So we don't have to worry about whether or not it, it, it connects to House of X or Powers oh God, of X? No, no, no. This is literally what we would have done next 35 years ago. Though I have to say in all honesty, my favorite moment was when my son walked up to CB at Chicago last year and said, why can't you do this as 100 pages? And I'm going... Because Bill and I, yeah, we could do 100 pages. Mm-hmm. Might take a year, but it would be so good. And we release it as, what, a $1,000 page size, brilliant deluxe edition. And, of course, you would all pay for it because you want brilliant stuff, and it would be brilliant. And it would make Marvel really, really happy. <laughs> okay, nine ninety nine ninety five then. There you go. I was going to say, what did you have to do to convince Bill to do this? Or did you? Hey, Bill, want to do another issue of the New Mutants? Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) Who was your favorite, who, in in this issue, in in this new run, who was your favorite character to write about? I'm going to cheat now. Audience, I assume you've all read this story. Who is your favorite character in this story? Huh? Oh, well, I have micro... No, 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 sorry. 
actually, it's all about, this story is, all, is totally focused on, May, on, <clears throat> oh my God, Looking for I've Warlock? forgotten my character. You can't remember Warlock? Warlock has just slipped out of my mind. He kept popping up as Magus. Oh I God. wonder why he kept popping up as Magus in this story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the, the idea with this is actually we wanted to neutralize all of the power characters and take it down to the least likely heroes you would expect in this story, which comes down basically to Doug and uh, Rain. And I Doug mean, being Cypher, for those of you who don't know. Cypher and Wolfsbane. Because those are the two people you'd least expect to save the day. And that, for us, was what made a brilliant story. And also we got more of that Cypher, them being on the fence and whether that they like him or not. And I, also, and I also like how you brought in... I, I'm a fan of little characters, like Lockheed. I mean, it's my story. Bill and I were just kicking ideas around. And I said, you can't do a story about the New Mutants back when Kitty is 14 years old and not have Kitty in it. Of course, then Magic comes along and puts them all in uniforms, and Kitty discovers she may think she's an X-Men, but when you're hanging with the New Mutants, you got to wear the New Mutants' outfits. And, she, and she's and not she pleased. hates it. She no, hates no, no, it, no, no, yes. no, no, no. And of course, if any of you here have ever been in middle school, you know what it's like when the cute girl ends up having to hang with the nerds. They all make fun of her. And that's probably why Kitty Pride, whoever said that, is your favorite, right? That's probably why she's your favorite, right? <laughs> of course, you do have to remember, Kitty Pride does become the 50th president of the United States and the last president of the United States because... Oh, Sentinels show up. But I don't want to spill any beans or ruin anybody's surprise. So keep reading. You told them half of it, though. I, we want them to go and read more. When, are we, now, where are we getting the second one? We're, we know you're doing a second one. You have to. This is the 80th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And Bill and I thought that would be we would do something cool for the 90th anniversary. But we're really holding out for Marvel Centennial. So you guys have to stick around and keep reading. Just stick around and keep reading. We won't put a time date on it. <laughs> now, it, let's speculate a little bit. What would be a character that, another character that you would bring to this second one, the, the follow-up to this, if you Oh, no, could... we, already, we already put it down. It's, it's Danny and Hela coming to terms over the fact that, like it or not, Danny is a Valkyrie, and, well, she doesn't like it, and Hela doesn't care, because she finds Danny intriguing. I was, I was going to say, because Hela... Hela just generally doesn't care what you think or feel. Well, Hela's a goddess of death. And, yeah. you know, like it or not, Cheyenne have a cool and have a long, ongoing in relationship with death, especially since the white folks showed up. <laughs> not to cast any aspersions, but we got a lot to answer for he on this He said comment. it, I didn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm an immigrant. I get to do these things. <laughs> But it, it seems like you're still having fun with these characters. People many times get tired of a universe and tired of characters. And it seems like every time you, you get to work with them, they're still in your life. They're still, you know, even the short stories that you've worked yeah. on, even there's still no, very I mean, much the, part I find of you. Them, I, that's the trouble with falling in love with these idiots. You can't walk away, no matter how hard you try. It's like, as a line was said in... Godfather 3, no matter how hard I try to walk out, I keep pulling me back in. 
And I figure if Al Pacino can get away with it, I might as well give it a shot. On the other hand, when you're given a chance to work with, with Bill, the possibility arose last week of me ha getting to work once more with Salva. Really? When th I, it's a possibility. I have no idea what that means, but I'm sitting yeah, on the Yeah, but you just announced seat. the possibility on a live stream, so <laughs> we're going to need some details. I guess you all ought to come to the panel tomorrow with me and CB and see what that's all about. There you go. Because it'll be as much a surprise to me as it will be to you, so... <laughs> And probably to CB, because the look on his face when my son cornered him was, whoa, he was not expecting that. Which, of course, made this father very, very proud. Amused. Very proud. Ah, my son is a rabble rouser. He studies Russian political theory. <laughs> so he knows all about that stuff. Um, in, the, in the few minutes we have a left, left, I just wanted to bring up one oh, other no. thing. <laughs> click, click. Oh, click, no, 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 no. They're not supposed to see that part. But, <laughs> and the, but you I realize do, the nuclear weapon will go off and... Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> um, I want, you brought up Russian, and I actually do want to point that out real quick. One thing that, I, that has always fascinated me about the X-Men, a lot of people want to talk about diversity, which is great, but they're also very international. And you were writing international characters way before people were doing that. And at a time, you know, when... The, the Cold War was going on when, when you had a lot of characters that were from all different countries, Russia, Africa, Germany. Georgia. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> no, so, I mean, no, no, not the Russian Georgia. Yes, this Georgia, Georgia and Europe. No, I mean, the whole point, forgive me because I go back a ways. When I came into Marvel, there was a certain, outside of T'Challa, monochromatic vision of the Marvel Universe, which just happened to be that's the way people wrote back in the early 60s. And I figured, okay, no offense, I live in New York, I defy anyone to walk around New York and not run into somebody with a slightly different origin, slightly different taste in food, slightly different religion, slightly different, oh yeah, skin texture. And the beauty of New York has always been, all you have to do is walk down the street and you can meet new people, learn new stuff, new cuisine, new dance crazes, new language, new theater, new films. Why can't you put that in the comics? Why can't you introduce people to places? I mean, my favorite book has always been the National Geographic because it's my way of going <laughs> to places that I will never get mm -hmm. to in real life unless I'm really, really lucky. And I figure, okay, if I feel I wanna go there, why can't I toss it out on your tables and give you the same inspiration? Chris? Because the dream is what makes it work and what makes it fun. Thank you. And as usual, I've talked too much. <laughs> no, but we're going to end there because that is actually very prophetic. Thank you so much for joining us. And definitely, definitely keep streaming about this and talking about us on social media.